Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. January 17th, 2017. Wow, too many ones and sevens there. <laughs> and welcome to episode 277 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. It is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you, as we always do here in typical WCWS fashion, as we always say. Uh, of course, here tonight, our rest and news, news and views segment will be brought to you by our premier news tag team, of course, known simply as King Ice. And let's bring them in here right now. First off, I have the main man himself, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WCWS. He is also a 2014 WCWS Hall of Famer. He is the one, he is the only, he is the king, NWO, GTS himself, Gerard T. Smith. And, of course, his partner is the Iceman himself, J.D., Jared D. Girolamo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 Hall of Famer, of course, plus one of the hosts of WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> and, of course, bringing us the rest of history and birthday tonight is the human suplex machine, John Gross. Of course, on the chat box here this evening, John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, plus also part of the Raw Radio broadcast team. Let's bring in the, let's bring in the men behind... WWS clicking here right now. Gerard, JD, and John, welcome to 277. Uh, once again, a very explosive and powerful revolution. Powerful with a capital P, indeed. Yes, indeed, indeed. Hey, yo. 
Yes, sir, and that's the way to get the blood pumping here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, when we hear those two words, we get rolling. And, of course, in addition with our rest of the news and views and our history and birthdays here tonight, we, of course, will be bringing you, of course, our thoughts on the, uh, of course, leading up towards the Royal Rumble coming up here in a matter of days, gentlemen. And, of course, uh, we'll be talking more about uh, more about that, and, of course, in, in especially with our results. Uh, last time's Monday Night Raw, of course, everyone is getting all pumped up and all ready to go. Getting getting all ready here towards uh, this big event, and of course, in addition to all that, uh, some more general wrestling talk. Of course, specifically, excuse me, specifically about the Rumble, but then of course we'll be doing some some little fun things too. You never know what we'll have. It could be in the form of some fancy matchups. It could be in some trivia questions. It could, we could bring the bonus rounds back. You never know what we could have going on. Uh, but definitely, you know, like I said, it should be an action-packed evening. But we would love to have you join us. You know, that's the most important thing is for us is our listeners. And we'd like for you to come on and chime in and give us your thoughts and opinions on everything that's going on here. But in order to do that, you know, that you need to know how to chime in. That's the most important thing. And, of course, the main man that can get you here is our main, is the man sitting in his NWO throne right now with his crown cake of beer, uh, all getting himself all prepped up, ready to fly. Is King and W.O. himself. Uh, Gerard, how can they pop on here and, and, and join the party? Well, you need to do a splash off the top rope of the ring, your coffee table. I'm going to do it off my bed. <laughs> what? 724-444-7444. The ID number is 138-055. Press pound, press one. You can talk to any of us. Right now. Thank you very much, sir. Sir, of course, we will not waste any time. We'll dive right on in to what was going on in the wrestling news world. Of course, wrestling news and views here, of course, a main staple of WCWS Revolution and NWO Wolfpack all during the week. Of course, our main man right here will get us going. King and WO, let's see what we got going on in the wrestling world today. Well, WWE announced that Tajiri is not going to compete after suffering an injury after January 5th NXT tapings from Full Sail University. Tajiri teamed up with Nakamura to face Samoa Joe and Bobby Roode in that match. Nowhere yet when Tajiri will be back on 2-5 Live or NXT.
Former WWE superstar Teddy DiBiase Jr. was backstage at Sunday's live event in Jacksonville, Mississippi, where he lives with Natalia. Great seeing one of my very good friends. And I in Jacksonville, Mississippi. Love ya. That's all I got. I tag JD in. All right. Well, apparently, as you mentioned, of course, and we talked about it late yesterday as a late-breaking story, however... Kurt Angle is now going into the WWE Hall of Fame. The announcement came down yesterday, however, shortly before Raw, however, as he's the third member to go in. Also, tonight, however, on 205 Live, however, will be on after SmackDown Live from Memphis, Tennessee. In an I forfeit match, the gentleman, Jack Gallagher, will be taking on Mr. Davari in an I forfeit match. And apparently Randy Orton is in the news, however. A news report claims that last night he got into a heated altercation with a WWE fan at a gym in Jonesboro, Arkansas. NEA report has the story in which a fan named Anthony Martin says he saw Orton in the day, early in the day working out at a gym and after taking a picture was accosted by the superstar. Martin told the site that he approached Orton and said, quote, can I get a picture of you? He continued, he then gave me a fist bump and replied, sorry, I can't hear you, pointing to his earphones. We then went our separate ways. Martin said that he decided to take a picture of Orton, though, from across the room, and Orton saw it, and then, quote, came up to his, got on his face and said, what the bleep are you doing? I said, no damn pictures. Are you bleeping stupid? I said, no, you couldn't hear me. A friend of Martin's corroborated the story, saying that Orton said, I can't hear you, bro, and walked away. So Anthony walked back and took a picture anyways, and then Randy came over to him, grabbed his hand, and was belittling Anthony, and pretty much was saying, MF for this, MF for that. The friend said that Martin explained himself that Orton seemed to enjoy their workout before they're leaving. Hella, um, Orton added at the end, I'm not his fan. Matter of fact, I never liked him, believe it or not. Also tonight in Memphis, however, we will have a return of the King's Court as Jerry the King Lawler will be in his hometown. And in the main event on SmackDown, it will be Becky Lynch, however, hoping to regain her championship power against the current champion, Harley Quinn herself, Alexa Bliss. There's also been reports Mickey James might be showing up tonight, too, maybe. And finally, happy 95th birthday to a true Golden Girl diva herself, Miss Betty White, Miss Alden Lullen, uh, formerly of Password fame, and of course, Rose Nyland, I'm sure, celebrated with some St. Olaf's chocolate cake today. So happy birthday to the true queen of divas, however, Miss Betty White, who turns 95 today. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <clears throat> very, very big time birthday there, indeed. Thank you very much, sir. Gerard and J.D., of course, they are King Isher, premier U.S. News tag team. They bring all the news that's fit to print. And, of course, it doesn't fit. They always find that, that way to make it fit. And Gerard always has the best way. Well, we go to St. Olaf, and they're going to tell you great stories, and we'll probably forget what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> or you can... <laughs> Used <laughs> super glue and duct tape. There you go. Thank you very much, sir. Always the best way, best method possible. Thank you very much, sir. GTS. And now let's see what uh, the human super machine John Gross has for what wrestling. Wrestling. I'm about to get an Elmer Fudd. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling birthdays. History birthdays here for January 17th. He's got a real good amount here. Got some stuff here. I think y'all might probably might be uh, might be very interesting here. Let's see what we have on tap. 
26 years oh, ago. Oh, I love stuff on tap. Oh, never mind. Go on. <laughs> uh, 26 years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, they, but I like that. I like that. 26 years ago today, it put it at, uh, let's see, 1991. Yeah, that's right. In Yokohama, Japan, Vader defeated Tatsumi Fujinami to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Huh. Uh, 23 years ago today, put it in 1994, in New York City, Rick Steiner and Ludwig Borga fought to a double countout. Borga was rumored to be in line for a push for the WWF Championship, but in this match he injured his ankle and will not ultimately wrestle for the company again. Borga was scheduled to wrestle Tatanka at the 1994 Royal Rumble, but Bam Bam Bigelow came in and filled in for Ludwig Borga. Excuse me. Later on in the event, the Quebecers won back the WWF Tag Team titles just a week after losing them to the 1-2-3 Kid and Marty Jannetty at Madison Square Garden. Meaning that the Tag Team title match between the Quebecers and the Hearts at the 1994 Royal Rumble was still on. And speaking of one of the Hearts, and of course the show's main event, a Royal Rumble was held in, where, in which Owen Hart won the 30-man Royal Rumble to eliminate Fatu, by eliminating Fatu. Okay. Uh, 18 years ago today, I put it at, I believe, 1999. Yes. WCW presented Sold Out from Charleston, West Virginia. And I think Gerard might remember this match here. The main event match was Goldberg defeating, sadly, Gerard, your man, Scott Hall, in a ladder and taser match. Uh, do you remember this match? Yes, I do. That was uh, that was kind of intense. I mean, both guys. I think this was obviously this supposed to be, of course, payback of what happened at Starcade with uh, Scott Hall using the taser on Goldberg in the match against Kevin Nash. Yes. Oh, okay, but that was that was a back and forth, and that was a fight. That was not a match. That was a blank fight. And that was the one when Saturn and uh, Jericho fought in. I think uh, uh, Saturn had to wear the dress for a while. And I think Saturn carried that on a little bit longer than expected. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah, he did the what is that the, the, the what Bobby Eaton called later a leather touchdero or something. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. Seventeen years ago today, put it at two thousand on Monday Nitro from Columbus, Ohio. I'm sorry, I can't have every time I say that, i got to say it that way. Jeff Jarrett was awarded the WCW United States title by WCW Commissioner Kevin Nash. Nash had previously won the job by defeating Terry Funk at the previous night's sold-out event. Jarrett held the title until a company-wide storyline reboot would strip everybody of, their champion, of the championships in April of 2000. The biggest story was that Chris Benoit was stripped of the WCW World Heavyweight title this day after he had won it. But the company, but the company line states that one of Sid's feet was under the reps on the winning submission, which it was. In reality, Benoit's dispute with management had reached a breaking point. Over the weekend, Benoit was, was among the seven men that made a visit to Bill Bush's office and demanded that Kevin Selman be relieved of, their, of his duties as head booker or be given his outright release. Butch stuck with Sullivan to appease him, and when it was decided that Benoit would win the WWE World title, it was sold out. Upon arriving at Nitro in Columbus, 
Bush had gathered Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, and Dean Malenko had told them that they were being let go. The other men involved in the meeting was Conan, Billy Kidman, and Shane Douglas. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> let's see. Bush, however, tried to convince Benoit to stay, saying he would remain WCW World Heavyweight Champion, but the damage was already done. Chris offered to drop the title of Dead Knight's Nitro, but was told Bob Bush to leave to leave it with referee Nick Patrick on the way out. Ooh, so that's when they left, and not too long after they would appear in the WWF as the Radicals, obviously. Uh, that same night in the WWF in New Haven, Connecticut, Test defeated the Big Show, the Big Boss Man, excuse me, to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. And on that same day in San Antonio, Texas, Stone Cold Steve Austin underwent neck surgery to remove a bone spur that affected his spinal cord. The surgery was performed by Dr. Youngblood, who did surgery on several other WWF superstars. Austin would make a return to the ring full-time later in the year as he recaptured the WWF title at WrestleMania 17 over The Rock. Seven years ago today, put it at 2010, TNA presented Genesis and the event was known for being the first under the Hogan-Bischoff regime. AJ Styles defeated Kurt Angle to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Tara won the Knockouts Championship in a best-of-three-falls best match. <clears throat> uh, two years ago, they put in 2015, Alberto Del Rio signed with Lucha Underground just five months after he had been released by WWE in August of 2014 after making a racial remark. Del Rio would return with the WWE in the same year in October 2015, but got released again in September of 2016. A year ago today, Jack Evans, Johnny Mundo, and PJ Black defeated Dragon Azteca Jr., Prince Puma, and Rey Mysterio to win the Lucha Underground Trios Championship. Hmm. Is that a nod of like on the old six-man tag? Championship. That sounds right to me. That's what trios, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. One year ago today in Los Angeles, <clears throat> on that same day, uh, Iron Mike Sharp passed away in his apartment in his hometown of Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Uh, Gerard uh, Hamilton, where, how far is that from you, sir? Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, okay. He was the greatest athlete, as he claimed to be many times so. He was 64 years old. Mm. If there was a Jobber Hall of Famer guys who were never getting the credit, uh, he would he would, he would win it. Or he, he would, would win it hands. Oh, you're right. He would win it hands down because I mean he did so much. I mean, being an old job manager, the Garden, the Spectrum, Boston Garden, Maple Leaf Gardens. I mean, he would be at the top of the list of head jobbers of all time because he's just that damn. Sharp was known for his time in the WWF in January 1983. He unsuccessfully challenged Backlund for the title in April of 1983, and he would stay as a jobber to rising WWF stars at television tapings after his retirement in 1995. He suffered a cut in, in 2007 that became infected after working on a landscaping job. The cut confined him to a wheelchair and live in a basement apartment. And that's all John has for the history and the birthdays. And of course, he's so having some difficulty staying on the chat box here. So, uh, so John, uh, I, do, I do thank Human Space Machine for providing that here tonight, as well as, of course, Gerard and JD. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for the, for the news and the views. 
And before we get to, of course, our <clears throat> our review of last night's Monday Night Raw, once again, the infamous PLUG as all as TNWO can deliver. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press down. Press one. You can talk to any of us right now. What are you waiting for? Dial the number. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, they keep getting better and better each time. Thank you very much for GTS. And now <clears throat> we'll go on and run ahead and uh, talk, talk about, of course, our main topic here, of course, which is last night's Monday Night Raw show. Because, like I said, of course, all implications leading up here towards the uh, Royal Rumble coming up here on the 29th. Uh, and we'll talk more about that here later on here in the show. But uh, let's go ahead and get everyone's take on what took place on Monday Night Raw last night. And I do start with the main man itself, Keen W.O. Yes, let's do that. We go to the ring, we got like Reigns and Seth and Jericho, Braun. I think uh, Brock came out, destroyed them all. Uh, Enzo Enzo and Big Cass versus Ginger Mahal and Rusev. Enzo and Big Cass won. Davari versus Dorito. Davari won. It was a pretty good matchup. So it was a tag team matchup. The Raw tag team matchup grinds my gears. I hope they're leading to something better. But uh, Cesaro and Sheamus took on my boys, the club. The club looked like they won it. Sheamus kicked the referee in the face. Then another referee came in and pinned uh, them. But then it was said that this is qualification. So the club did win by DQ. But uh, hopefully they will uh, win it at the Royal Rumble. Schwan versus Tony Nice. That didn't take place because Neville, the king of the cruiserweights, just crushed Rich Schwan. Big E versus Titus O'Neil. I don't know where the hell they're going with this. Uh, he keeps trying to be. Uh, keeps trying to be. Uh, Member of the New Day, and uh, he keeps losing every time, so uh, I don't know where they're going with that. Charlotte came out talking about Bailey and everything, and about the pay per view. Cedric Alexander versus Brian Kendrick. In an upset, Cedric won, and I guess he dubbed Alicia Fox. I guess Noam Dara is going to pick her up or. Somebody else, I guess. 
Then we go to main event. Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Sami Zayn. We were wondering if they could keep it together, uh, Braun Strowman and, and them. They kept it together. He didn't kill anybody, well, but Sami Zayn, but uh, he crushed Sami Zayn at the end, and uh, it looked pretty good. And I got to say, the opener, Brock, crushing uh, Roman Reigns, I loved it. I cheered for it. Uh, the Royal Rumble is going to look very good right now on paper. Excellent there, GTS. Thank you very much there, partner. Uh, uh, JD, let's hear your thoughts about last night's role. Well, let's see. The hurricane that hit the last kicker's hometown began with quite a stir, if you will. However, as Brock the Beast Lesnar showed that he was not uh, wanting to play games, if you will, and threw everyone like a rag doll, whether it be Roman, Sammy, uh, Jericho, KO, the Bromance Brothers, um, whatever, I mean, even uh, Braun Strowman tried to get in his face, however, and uh, Braun was kind of wise not to do it, however, but I'll tell you one um, one thing. I thought it would have been pretty cool to see those two uh, come toe-to-toe, however, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to play out, however, obviously next week in Cleveland, maybe with all these guys showing up. I mean, there's talk that Brock's going to be there, Goldberg's going to be there. Uh, obviously, we might, who knows, we might even see The Undertaker make a guest appearance, maybe, unless they save him until the Rumble. But uh, next week's go-home show is going to be very wild in the city by the lake. Uh, they could fight all the way up to Lake Erie, over to Toledo, where SmackDown will be next Tuesday, and then down to San Antonio, all over the country. Cause it's going to be a very physical Royal Rumble. It's shaping up to be one heck of a Rumble show. It might be the best one we've seen in a long time. Uh, Neville and uh, Swan, I thought, was interesting. I do agree with Gerard, and I've said many times over the last several weeks, how I think Neville's heel turn was definitely needed. I like his new gimmick. I think he's definitely playing the badass more and more, and I think he has a legitimate gripe, so I would definitely say, however, if I'm Rich Swan, I'd be very, very careful not to continue to be dancing and celebrating, even though he showed a little fire last night against Neville, I would be very careful not to continue to act smug against Mr. Neville, because I think Mr. Neville's here not to play games. He's here to hurt somebody, and hurt somebody bad, and I think Swan could be his victim, however, coming up at the Rumble. Uh, the tag team matchup was pretty good, I gotta say, however, although the finish, I think, was a little dusty-esque. I mean, that was a little shady, if you ask me, but I do think, however, we could see the club get a rematch, maybe either on the pre-show or at the Rumble itself, because I imagine they'll announce that maybe next week or later this week or this coming weekend maybe is one extra match they might add to the Rumble card all right which is shaping up to be a pretty good show um as far as the uh cruiserweights last night nothing really stood out for me however I mean the Jack Gallagher thing I mean it's okay but it's starting to wear me a little thin it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with him and Devon that I forfeit match obviously I cannot wait Till they uh, do something. Hopefully, Austin Aries does return soon. How and tries to chaz it up. I mean, he's doing really good as the heel announcer on 205 Live. I've heard, and being in places, Saxon doing things with Corey and Michael. I think he's coming off pretty well as a pretty good announcer. I've enjoyed what he's done and brought to the table so far, and he's uh, definitely growing on me more and more as an announcer. Um, main event was good. Uh, of course, you had the Bromance Brothers and the big. Uh, Gorilla Bear, if you will, or should I say the Big Bear, instead of Gorilla, I'm going to call him Big Bear now, Braun Strowman, because he is Big Bear, uh, taking out uh, the NXT trio of Seth, Sammy, and uh, 
Roman RSS uh, was interesting. I was not surprised that the Bromance Brothers and them won. Uh, but to me, uh, once again, uh, this is kind of my, not my meltdown moment of the night, but this is kind of my uh, please give me a break moment of the night. Uh, you have Charlotte and Bailey doing their thing, however. And once again, Charlotte proclaims she's the queen, yada, yada, yada. Okay, Charlotte, we know that. Just shut the hell up for once. We know your story, how we know who your daddy is by uh, being friends with the McMahon family and Hunter, but you don't have to continue to rub it in our face week after week that you're so perfect in every sense we're genetically superior. We know that. You just love to kiss the ass of the bosses and get your own way. Um, what she did to Bailey, I think, was just hokey. It went on way too long last night. Uh, and Bailey kind of, I think, stumbled a little bit, even for her, however, in my opinion, however, having a tough time getting the crowd behind her last night. Um, we talked about it before. I think they're trying to make Bailey win at the Rumble. At least I, there was talk at one point they wanted her to win at the Rumble, or not at the Rumble, at WrestleMania, but if they make her win at the Rumble, however, and uh, have Charlotte win back at Mania, they're going to do the same thing they did with Sasha last year, trade back and forth wins in the title. So, I mean, yes, it's nice to see... Uh, this and that right now, but you know what, though? Right now, other than Sasha, however, because Paige is definitely not coming back for a good while, other than Emily, which more and more continues to just, I don't know what the hell they're doing with that whole thing. I mean, we've seen teases for that for, what, two and a half, three months now? Every week it's like, coming soon, Emelina, premiering soon, Emelina. Emelina will be here again very soon. All right, you've stuffed it down our throat so many times, guys. When is she coming, and where is she going to debut? Is she going to debut at the Rumble? Is she going to debut next Monday, possibly uh, before the Rumble or after the Rumble? I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, right now, other than Sasha and Nia Jax, however, which, by the way, that was uh, pretty shady on Nia's part to attack Sasha when she was working out of the ring before the show. Uh, last night, however, and I imagine they'll probably maybe set that up for the Rumble, or maybe they'll save that to Mania, I don't know. But who else out there right now, besides Bailey, can be the one person that puts Charlotte in her place? Not many. On SmackDown, you got Becky, you got maybe Mickey James coming in, possibly tonight, you got Harley Quinn herself, you got Nikki, you got Natty, and you got Jersey... Uh, Shore girl herself, who's with the biggest nerd bomber this side of the pike, however, the nerd and confident himself, James, I want to be a D-bag Ellsworth, if you ask me. I would like to see someone like maybe Asuka come in, because I think Asuka may lose the time. I'm saying may now. I'm not saying she's going to, but she may lose it, possibly a takeover. But if not, I would love to see someone like Asuka maybe uh, possibly challenge her for that belt, however. Maybe, however. Or they could have title versus title with both the NXT and women's belt. Maybe at Mania, that would be a first. I think that would be pretty cool if Oscar could be the one challenger to stop Charlotte, because I think she could. But I am tired every week of hearing Charlotte rambling on with her pet chihuahua, Dana Brooke, or sometimes by herself saying, I'm genetically superior. I'm so great. Like I said, we know you're great, Charlotte. We know you have your mouth on Vince's ass and Stephanie's ass as well as Hunter's ass because you have it in your contract to do so. But one of these times, it's going to snake bite you, either at the Rumble or at Mania. And like I said, however, I mean, what they did, to, what they've done the last two years with her is fine and dandy. But come on, it's time to move on to do something else besides running your mouth week in and week out. It makes me want to throw up every time I hear her speak. Oh, thank you very much there, uh, J.D., for uh, bringing your raw review into place. 
John is still struggling a little bit here on the chat box, but he's he's starting to get uh, he's on here long enough. He's we're going to get his review uh, in right here. He's got a couple things here. Uh, let's go ahead and read. Let's go ahead and read off what he has to say right here. Uh, he said he liked that that liked that raw kicked off with uh, the 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 Jimmy Snooker uh, um, memory. And also showing the, the thing, of course, tomorrow, yesterday being Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Uh, he liked how that how they did that, which was, that was good. If one I understood, that was good. And of course, Roman Reigns starts us off. Of course, no surprise here. And of course, Paul Heyman, thank goodness, interrupts Roman Reigns. <laughs> and then that Kevin Owens, Jericho, Rollins, and Strowman did all show up. And here comes Brock Lesnar. And then Tony all hell breaks loose. Sami Zayn comes in. So, John... So John's saying that yes, this means Zane is going to be in the official entry in the Royal Rumble match as well. But Brock Queen House was totally approving what we were going to see at the Royal Rumble, unless Goldberg has his way about it. Hmm. Okay. Let's see what else John has to say. Then, of course, there's a tag team match between Enzo and Cash taking on Jinder Mahal and Rusev. John believes that John believes that they have that they have to end this feud now. And I said, may have been the end of it with Enzo and Cass winning the match. Cruiserweight match between Devari and Dorado was okay, but he but John really liked Jack Gallagher's appearance on commentary. Hmm. He seemed like a seems like a good competitor, and he likes the mustache that he's got too. <laughs> John hopes that Gallagher sells a sells score against Davari tonight in the I forfeit match. By the way, real quick, did you guys hear, and I think I mentioned it to Gerard earlier, I don't know if you heard it though, Chad, who uh, Angle might face if he is cleared to wrestle. There's, no, been, there's, been, there's been some talk. There's been some talk they might do maybe a match with him and Rusev at Mania. Hmm. That would be interesting if you go that way. Yeah, that would be. Interesting to say the least. Um, uh, <clears throat> and of course, John's talking about, thank you very much, Virginia, for bringing that to our attention. Uh, John also says, of course, our forfeit match is similar to an I quit match where you have to say I quit. But in this case, you have to say I forfeit. Now he's asking this, do you have to say I forfeit Yes, 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 that's the rules, yes. Okay, all right. That's right, John, okay. Uh, Thank you very much, J.D., for clarifying that. Uh, Of course, we have the promo of The Undertaker of last week announcing his intentions to be in the Royal Rumble match, and then, of course, the promo of the U.K. title. Which, by the way, guys, I enjoyed the talk on that yesterday on Raw Radio. That was good, actually. It was fun. Yes. 
It's like we said that so they don't use like they did the European belt. So I guess. And you know, I actually added actually some of the people, uh, some of the guys at Portland Mania broke down the uh, UK tournament uh, thing. I'm gonna have to catch up. I mean, I put full the full shows there uh, uh, that sound a little bit better than like uh, like uh, scratching a record or whatever it was. However, but like George said, I'm gonna have to catch, go back and watch some of these matches either through a couple websites or just somehow some way watch them. Uh, like I said, how half the matches are just some of the moments of the UK. But from what Gerard said yesterday, I mean, the UK tournament was a lot of fun watching that the last two days. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, also, John mentioned Nia being up Sasha during the show. John moves Nia across the line right there. But I think it's going to be Nia versus Sasha at the Royal Rumble. But he would have to put this match on the pre-show. I don't know. I mean... If it's that heated up, I mean, you, would you want to put something like that, a match, a match like that, on the pre-show? Well, it depends on how much time you give it, though, too. Yeah, you know, that's that's true too. John also says the club taking on Sheamus and Cesaro, good tag team matchup, and John can understand why Sheamus and Cesaro trying to get trying to get a DQ loss to the club. Excuse me. Maybe they will have a rematch at the Rumble for the tag team titles. It could be no holds barred. That right there would be a good match. I would. I like that. Sheamus uh, and Cesaro defending the belts against the club, no holds barred. Oh man, I think the club would be all over that. Huh. And uh, excuse me, why before I continue on here, I have to do a three minute warning. Of course, once again, I am Rico, keeping that in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said one for a minute, uh, GTS, a, uh, an, an impromptu plug, sir, if you please. I will be right back. Uh, back, gentlemen. Thank you very much, there, uh, GTS. I'm back, fuckers. Oh, <laughs> you didn't know I was gone. I stepped away for a minute. <laughs> I was gone for a while. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I didn't even know. Oh, that. you fucker. That's okay. <laughs> Ooh, guys, the court was a little interesting tonight. I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, but thank y'all anyway for kind of hold, holding down the fort here for me. Uh, um, uh, thank you for that preview there, JD. Uh, John continues to say, of course, they showed us the Jimmy Snuka tribute, which was very good. That was an amazing tribute, and I think Tamina holding Snuka's hand, very heartwarming. Absolutely. 
what more can you say about that? Uh, of course, all the a lot of other super legends and current superstars, you know, paying their respects. Everybody from Triple H, I'll say this again: Triple H, Stephanie, uh, Roman Reigns, The Rock, uh, Bret Hart, uh, Charlotte. Um, oh gosh, uh, I just saw this video. And I don't, I'm going to have to go back and find it and play it again. That was a great video. It was, it was some great, great, uh, great talks right there. Uh, but all in all, uh, my, pers- my personal opinion, before we go any more talking about, uh, uh, you know, Jimmy Snooker, they're one of the greats. Can never take that away from anybody whatsoever. Then Johnson to tease us again with Emmalina. She's going to keep teasing us until Doomsday or Hell Freak. When the hell is she coming, man? She's pissing me off. I have no idea. I haven't. I haven't heard officially, if, and I haven't heard any of the wrestling store uh, news sites saying pissing her off too because they keep delaying her coming to Raw or whatever. Yeah, it's been like two and a half, three months. I mean, they keep showing every week. Premiere soon, coming soon. Emily, you know, the wait is almost over. And I mean, they keep piping like shit every week. Yes, that's yeah. It is something I think. Uh, John also says another cruiserweight match never never gets underway because Neville ruined Rich Swan and Tony Nese's match. He's the king. He's allowed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Gerard, you actually started saying you actually started uh, ever since the, the turn that Neville did not too long ago. You actually uh, um, have, have started liking him uh, ten times more here recently. I think you told us that. Yeah. Well, I liked him beginning, but then they shit on him, of course. Uh, but uh, since his heel turn, uh, he's got a a better attitude. He's just kicking people's teeth out, and he's taking names. He's uh, he doesn't give a shit who he beats up, and it's kind of cool. His edge is definitely uh, shined brightly, and it's a lot better. I mean, like I said, for the longest time, I mean, yeah, he was hurt. He was out of action for quite a while, and he missed the 205 thing. He missed the. Uh, uh, I mean, I think. Uh, they figured, however, when he was coming back and when it was up to him, and they were probably making the call on him, and finally he decided to make the call himself. However, after Manchin maybe said, when do you come back, when do you come back, when do you come back? And then uh, they were thinking, oh, maybe we can turn him heel, or maybe he just appealed to Manchin and said, hey, guys, let me run heel for a while. I haven't done it in a long time, however, because I used to do it back in the day before I got into uh, the major leagues. So give me a chance, and let's see if we can run with it. They probably said, okay, let's see if you can try it. And right now it's it's working really, really well for him. Because <clears throat> he hadn't had prior to this, I think one of the last big things that, that he did, yeah, obviously was that SummerSlam match when he partnered with the guy from Arrow. Right, and then after that, I think he kind of got hurt, and then he uh, kind of uh, got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So there you go. So that's it. Yeah. But of course, he, he's making a real big. He's doing pretty. He's doing doing great for himself right now. My my personal opinion. I bet this is this is probably what he needed. So, you know, 
If God gives him the push, hey, go for it. That's all God says. Uh, John, of course, says, then we have the New Day, Titus O'Neil, everyone's favorite segment, and by used to match between Big E and Titus O'Neil, with Big E winning this match. Doesn't this remind you guys, I wanted to ask you about this deal with Titus trying to join the New Day. Doesn't this kind of remind you back in the day in WCW when Jeff Jarrett was trying his darnest to get into Horseman and he had to wrestle Steve, Steve, Steve Michael in order to, in order to get in get in the, uh, get in the Horseman? And then I think Deborah helped Jeff Jarrett somehow get in there, but it was not that to be that way, I guess. I mean, that just kind of remind you of that. Yeah. In a way, I mean, it would. So, I mean, it's like I said before, they're just they're just recycling, you know, other storylines, and they're just just replacing the the key figures here. Yeah, the tweaking. I mean, the tweaking a little bit, yeah, but but they're using the old stuff, you know, from back in the day. I mean, that was probably one reason why I also mentioned, man, wanted probably wanted footage from a lot of this old stuff too, so he can get ideas to use for future shows. And that's where most of this is coming from, what I've noticed here lately. Not all of it, but some of it, in my personal opinion. And then Charlotte makes fun of Bailey's stuff was so hokey, but John thinks Bailey's problem was very passionate, and she loved the way she did that She did that poem as well. And then they had another Cruiserweight match with Cedric Alexander to surprisingly beating Brian Kendrick with the help of his now ex, Alicia Fox. But the way John sees it, there's something fishy between Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. He just can't put his finger on it for right now. Okay. Then, of course, the Hall of Fame video with, yes, yes indeed, Kurt Angle. It was a great video package, and he doesn't want to speculate too much. John's guessing, yeah, John guessing, could we see Kurt Angle before the start of the Hall of Fame? Um, my take on this is it possible we get to see him in the Royal Rumble match? Uh, guys, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're... If he's going in the Hall of Fame, don't don't you think they want to try to... You know, yes, they've already said that he's going in, but don't, don't you think that, that they don't want him... I mean, unless he, unless he wants to now. I mean, I mean, unless, you know, he would like to come in and, you know, fight another fight. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean... I mean... Yeah. Could we see him in the Rumble? It's possible. Gerard, what's your take, bud? Oh, I'm here. Um, John brought up a, a pretty interesting point. Now, as I was saying before we talked about this, was it was announced last night that you know Kurt Angle's going into the Hall of Fame. Could we see him before the Hall of Fame? Well, I mean. JD brought this up on Revisited. Uh, how about Kurt Angle versus Rusev at WrestleMania? Yeah. Well, you, you could probably see him before then. Maybe he shows up at the Rumble. Maybe he shows up on a guest appearance or something. I don't know if he'll wrestle before WrestleMania. Um, but I'd love to see him against, I guess, Apparently, J.D. was telling me Rusev and him are going back and forth on Twitter or something, so I guess they're trying to start something there. Um, maybe 
maybe him have one last match. I don't know. He's supposed to have, uh, he wanted to have uh, another run, but you're putting him in the Hall of Fame, so that's going to be limited now to what you do. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You really can't have a big run now with uh, with being in the Hall of Fame, I don't think. I guess you could wrestle a few times or whatever, but you can't go on and have a big career as a Hall of Famer, I don't think, but maybe you can. I don't know. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But a few more matches at a Kurt Angle would not be too bad. I would agree. I definitely agree. And John goes on to say the six-man tag team event, good main event, has no complaints, and John thought of Sami Zayn. The crossbody off the top rope was going to surprise Strowman right there, and Zayn was going to score the biggest upset ever, but it just didn't happen that way. In every singles match, Strowman has never been pinned or submitted, and he still wanted to maintain that in this match as well. In the post-match, hell breaking loose, just like earlier on in the night, KO stands tall in the end, power-bombing Reigns through the announce table, but Reigns and Rollins cannot power-bomb Strowman through the table. I mean, John believes if they did, that Strowman could have been injured. John says he thinks Raw was good. He hasn't seen the viewership or the rating yet because it was it was Martin Luther King Jr. birthday, uh, birthday yesterday. But they had to step it up the next week on Raw because Goldberg will be there. And we know that Brock's going to be there too. So what is going to happen if Goldberg and Brock is, uh, is under the same roof? Will the Erie River collapse? Will the buildings in Cleveland collapse? Will the whole entire Ohio State campus burn down to the ground? <laughs> I think the city of Cleveland is going to be shook to the core because, I mean, you got all the big names there, and who knows how our – I mean, if the Quicken Loans Arena will be in one piece, they might as well fight all the way up to Lake Erie, like I said, all the way over to Toledo, however, and down to San Antonio. Hey, that's way to do it. Holy shit. I want to break this in at SmackDown, I know, but uh, Alexa Bliss won the championship, and guess who the luchador is? Mickey James. I'm not oh, They said she was gonna debut tonight though, so it looks like it's gonna be her and Becky now getting into a feud. I'm sure Alexa knew Alexa had a plan in her back pocket. Once again we knew Sorry I had to break that, but I had to break that down. That's all right. That's that's that's, that's quite all right. Early updates are not too bad. But Mickey James was yeah. under the loot. No, well, uh, La Luchadora. I'm sure you had a grin across her face, high five in Alexa, but is this only gonna be a short term thing now, maybe possibly? I mean, maybe being Alexa's new buddy or is she gonna go challenge Alexa now, maybe because uh I think she's gonna be her buddy for a little while and then turn on her and yeah. challenge her for the title. I did hear also too, and I'm gonna break this in too. I mean I talked about it earlier, however, about the king and his uh show tonight. Apparently Dolph Ziggler laid out apparently the king tonight, we understand. Yeah, uh, watch that. Uh, they went at it. They uh, yeah, because uh, the king really like wanted the truth. They might sign up for next week, maybe possibly. I would think how are in Toledo because they're going to be in Toledo next week, and they need a good SmackDown rating going into the Rumble. So they probably announce that next week. However, he called him out, and he's like, "Oh, you're a bad man now. You were such a good guy. You're yeah. what the hell happened to you?" And he's like, "Listen here." And uh, it all broke loose, and so uh, it looks like they're uh, building a match between them two. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good encounter. 
Very good encounter indeed. Uh, <clears throat> gentlemen, I, I believe John is John is done. I believe he is. Uh, thank you all very much for the for tonight's raw reviews. And guess what? We still got a whole hour left to kill. So, uh, well, let's see here. So, I guess one thing we can do is we can break out the rest and extras. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, and John, of course, is doing the porky pig thing. That's all, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully that'll be all on Sunday, Howard, because Sunday is shaping up to be one hell of a day with the Final Four. Absolutely. I thought for his raw review, that's what he was talking about. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I mean, it was. I mean, it, I mean, like I said, I was just a blown. I mean, it's going to be fun. I mean, right now, I mean, everyone's bitching about the whole video thing. It's like, come on, people. Okay, he made a mistake. Get over it. <laughs> I mean, yes, I understand they're going to have a day and a half to prepare now because, I mean, they got an extra day and a half. But you know what, however, if they can play like they did the last two weeks, however, beyond hope, this city is going to go crazy. Regardless, I didn't think at the beginning of the year, and I'll say it, and I'll go on record as saying, I said at the beginning of the year, if they win the division, yes. Did I think they were going to get to the championship game and come close to the Super Bowl? I don't think anyone did. But they have been on a roll, and they're going into the house of pain. And they always oh, seem but to they're going to have to play their A game, man. Yes. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, they're all going to have to play their A game. Everyone. Bell, Brown, and Ben. No doubt about it. I mean, it's going to be physical. It's going to be a war. And it's going to be big ratings again because, I mean, Christ, I mean, like I told you guys, 40 million people watched Sunday night. 50 watched the Packer game against Dallas Sunday on Fox. I wonder and, how much Bell can run, though. Uh, because of the New England New England's defense, so. they uh, he's going to watch. I mean, they're gonna, it's it's, it's going to come down to the running game. I think more than the passing game. Everyone's going to talk. Oh, Ben and uh, Brady. You look at the run game, right? You just mentioned just mentioned the run game, right? You look at Bell. You look at Dion Lewis. That's going to be a track meet in itself. I mean, Dion Lewis had that big game last Saturday. I mean, so the series just got to go in, be calm. Be cool. Don't get a big swelled head, even though this is one of the big things they did not need. But the rest of the week, keep it simple. Just keep it quiet. Do your thing and do well. And hopefully by Sunday night we'll be celebrating, however. And, of course, you got a pretty good game with Green Bay and Atlanta. I mean, the Falcons, I mean, I didn't think the Falcons were going to get this far. But the Packers, I mean, I said two weeks ago on Raw Radio, the first Raw of the year, I said the night of the championship game between Alabama comes, and I went on record and I said, the Packers, and I think I was one of the only few in the show that said it, I said, I think the Packers are going to go in and punch Dallas in the mouth because I think Dallas is an overrated team. And they yes, were. But Atlanta came out showing that they can go. And yeah, oh, with Matt Ryan? Yes, definitely. And they've had a great year. I mean, with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, yes. And then you got the If Jordy Nelson can get back this week for the Pack, that will be a plus to them. But if not, they're going to have to rely again on Aaron Rodgers carrying them on his back. Yes, but they got Cook and they got uh, Montgomery and they got they right. got they got enough weapons. They don't oh yeah, like, it's gonna be both uh, games are gonna be fun. They're both gonna be great games and they're gonna be big ratings. I mean, let's we're gonna see by the end of Sunday who will be heading off to Houston and who will be off until uh, next summer. And uh, speaking of football, one last football note just to quickly point you guys out: there are rumors going around now. It could be apparent, maybe. There's a rumor going around that Kyle Shanahan, Mike's son, I think, might be the next 49ers head coach. There's rumors going around that he might be introduced as the new sheriff in Fisco. So it looks like Francisco finally may have finally got their coach after all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much for that quick update there. Uh, guys, I got some uh, rest and trivia choices for your consideration. 
Uh, first of all, I got one on wrestling's worst moments. Plus, I also have uh, one on the history of professional wrestling, which is twenty questions. Plus, I have two. Ca- I have two uh, two sets of fifteen questions, both of them pertaining to superstars who are no longer with us. I was thinking we'll start off with wrestling's worst moments. I mean, I'll give it a try. One white. What do you think, there, Gerard? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we so you, you're talking about doing the worst moments of wrestling. All right, twenty five questions here, guys. Man, okay. Um, of course, this quiz covers some of the most worst moments in the history of professional wrestling in terms of being inappropriate or poorly executed. So that's basically the synopsis here for that. Uh, the average score for this quiz, guys, is thirteen out of twenty five, and it's been played. Get this. As tough as this, they said as tough as this category is, they said this this has been played almost seventy six hundred times. This particular category. Okay, so I'll, we'll have to do some typing here too. Okay, <clears throat> twenty five questions here, guys. Uh, uh, Gerard, if you're ready to go, sir. Yeah. J.D., if you're ready. Ready. John, if you're ready. No, I said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. And by the Are way, Joe, one of you North, by the way, one of your North Carolina teams beat one of my boys tonight. North Carolina State beat Pitt in basketball by five, and we're playing your Hurricanes on uh, Friday night down there in Raleigh. My friend's going to the game. If you're not ready. And they had a crazy game last night. I mean, they were down 3 nothing against Washington. John's boys came back, scored six goals, made seven all in the overtime they went, and Crosby won 8-7. to seven. Okay. It's like a Thank track you. meet. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D. Let's go ahead and just, let's go ahead, as I say, as Judge Mills letting you say, let's get on it. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Question number one. In the weeks that led to the ninth, and then and the first two questions, guys, I will tell you, I have no choices, so you just have to think. Uh, you, I, I have a hint, but um, but I don't have any choices for these. I just want to give you a heads up on that. Question number one: In the weeks that led to the 1990 Survivor Series, the WWF promised a big surprise. What character emerged from the surprise egg at the Survivor Series? The hint is the event this event annually takes place around Thanksgiving. Gerard. Uh, oh, I forget what the hell its name is. Uh GD, what's the name of that bird that popped out of the egg? The gobbledygooker. Gobbledygooker. That's it. Okay. All right, everyone and even John has said that, so let me go ahead and uh Make sure I make sure I okay. John's got it right here. G O. Hold on, hold on, because I have to spell this right because they 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 get a little bit picky if you don't spell it right here. G O B E E L Y. This is a turkey. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Turkey bird. That's good. Yeah, freaky bird. I was going to say that. Yeah, good call. I can't believe someone wrestled in that in that gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania. What was it, seventeen? Yeah, that was Hector Guerrero, actually. That was 
Brown was, was in the original Gobbledygook costume. Yeah. In that in the Battle Royal. He might have been too. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I'm just because okay. I know originally he was the original Gobbledygooker. You're kidding. No, that's seriously, yeah. Patrick Guerrero was the original gobbledygooker. Yep. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay, question number two. This one, like I said, doesn't have, this one just don't have any choices as well. Um, what was the name of Terry Taylor's character when he debuted in, in the WWF? And think of a color, Gerard. He was the rooster. Right. Um, Red rooster. I, Okay, JD. Yeah, he was the Red Rooster. He wasn't terrific, Terry Taylor. However, I just watched the old clip of him from the Boston Garden earlier. And John also says the same thing. So let me go ahead and type this in before we proceed. Everyone is saying the Red Rooster. Okay, and now we have some with some choices. In it. Okay, here we go. Number three. In 1990, Sergeant Sauter returned to the WWF. But what was the aspect of his character? In other words, what did he come back as? A, he was an Iraqi sympathizer. B, he was now apparently a doctor. C, he was the American hero. Or D, he was now a big-time chef. Gerard. <laughs> a. J.D. He was an Iraqi sympathizer. John. Okay. All right. And we will put that down. Question number four. Which character made his WWF debut by interrupting the 93 Royal Rumble and eliminating The Undertaker? Was it Papa Shango, Damian Demento, Giant Gonzalez, or Mantar? Gerard. Uh, Sounds like Mantar. JD. I'm going to say it was Giant Gonzalez. And John also says the same thing. Okay. But we will keep Gerard's answer there, too, just in case. Oh, this one is easy. I don't think I even need to get choices on this. Question number five. What did Roddy Piper do while feuding with Bad News Brown? Uh, Gerard, do I even need to give you any choices on something that Piper did during the feud with Bad News Brown? Yeah, you better, because I forget. Okay. Was it A, he painted half of his body black, B, he began smoking cigarettes on camera, C, began eating watermelon and fried chicken during his interview segment, or D, he stopped wearing his kilt? Paint half of his body black. J.D.? Paint his uh, face black, black face. And John. Okay, if that happens, we'll say that and we'll proceed ahead. <clears throat> Question number six. And. Uh, Gerard might uh, might know the answer to one to one to this right here. Uh, let's see what he says about this. Kevin Nash's singles debut in WCW took place during the 1991 Super Brawl pay per view. <laughs> Excuse 
excuse me. That wasn't <laughs> that wasn't part of it. I'm sorry. What was the name of his character? Was it Vinny Vegas, Oz, Master Blaster Steel, or the Diamond Stud, Gerard? Uh, what was the first one? Benny Vegas. No, what was the next one? Oh, the next choice? Yeah. Oz. I think it was Oz. Okay, JD. It's definitely Oz. And John also says Oz as well. We'll go say Oz. Okay. Question number seven. The Road Warriors, who were often more who were more often referred to as the Legion of Doom in the WWF, had a ventriloquist dummy in their corner at one point. What was the puppet's name? And the hint is, no, it was not Paul Ellering. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, do you happen to know? Oh, pass. JD. Rocco. Rocco. Okay. And John, your thoughts here? I never knew the LOD had a Red Warriors had a puppet. Yeah, it's, it was featured in SummerSlam '92. Who was the one that controlled the puppets? No one. They put him on a bike and let him go down the ring with it. However, it's on the Road Warriors DVD. Okay. John Joe Ryan saying that it was that that the puppet's name was, was the puppet was him. You wish it was, John. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Yeah, yeah, Who's pulling yeah, your yeah. strings? JD, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're talking to him now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, low blow. Oh, okay. Now, uh, we're all having fun here. What was the name of the character they debuted on a flare to the gold segment to side with Sting and Davy Boy Smith? And the hint, and the hint here is, toot toot. Gerard. Pass. JD. Uh, the Shockmaster. Uh, John, did you want to take a guess? John also saying that to them. Go ahead and write, type that in. And okay. Oh, this one right here. I, I remember this. I think I remember this. I'm not going to say anything. This one right here. This, this don't have any choices. What 1980s movie character appeared in WCW to help Sting in a feud with the Four Horsemen? Starts with an Robo R. Robocop. <laughs> yeah, Robocop. Yep, no doubt. By the way, was a good movie back in the day. If anybody saw one of the recent one of the recent Star Trek movies, the Star Trek Into Darkness, the guy that played RoboCop played the evil admiral in that. By the way. And the newer RoboCop was pretty good too. I thought too, the one that came out, it wasn't that bad. No, but the Peter Weller, you can't beat him in that. No, 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 not at all. You can't beat him in that. You can't, no. It's old school, man. You don't you don't try to do you that. Don't I mean, the original. No. I mean, the new one looks sleek, but this one was not in any comparison to what RoboCop looked like back in the day. With oh, huh, this is pretty. This is uh, an easy one. 
Question number 10, what movie character appeared with appeared in the WWF, the feud with Hulk Hogan, Gerard? Rocky Boboa. He appeared in the WWF, the feud with Hogan. No, never mind. Um, <laughs> wait. Oh, that would be cool, though, if that would happen. Oh, well, wait. Uh, you got me confused now. Um I'm sorry. I apologize. Some, uh, what did you say? The, the movie star that... What movie character? What character? Appeared in the WWF to feud with Hogan. He actually was in the WWF. But he was in a movie with Hogan. Uh, I'm going to pass. All right, J.D. Zeus. Zeus. And John also is also saying that, too. Oh, I forgot about Zeus, yeah. Which of the following was never a member of the Dungeon of Doom? Was it... A. Braun the Leprechaun, B. Crazy Glue, C. Z. Gangsta, or D. The Yeti, Gerard. Uh, J.D. I'm going to say B. I'm going to say Crazy Glue. Okay. John? Yeah, Crazy Glue is spelled, in this case, it got spelled K R A Z I G L E W. <laughs> but we'll say that and we'll check it out here later in the after all the questions have been asked. Question number twelve. In nineteen ninety five, Mabel and Yokozuna smashed a WWF superstar's face, causing him to wear a mask for a few months. Which superstar had to wear this mask? Was it Sid, Diesel, Undertaker, or Lex Luger? Gerard. Undertaker. J.D. Taker. John also says Undertaker, okay. Question number 13. When Sonny left the Bonnie Donnas, who did they bring in as a new manager? And the hint here is uh, one word name, apparently. Gerard. Fuck, I forget. I'm going to pass. JD. I should know this, too, because I remember this. Who did they bring in? Uh, they dressed up as a woman, didn't they? A man? Yeah, they did. I, I know who it is. I, you're right on the ballpark, too. I was thinking that same thing. Oh, crap, crap, crap. Who was it? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot myself for not knowing the answer. I'm gonna remember this, and I know I'm gonna kill myself later because I don't. I, I'm sure. Okay, I remember. So, so JD, you're passing it too. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay, John actually is taking the guess. He's saying cloudy. Is what he's saying. So that's what I'm gonna put. And if it's right, it's right. If not, we'll check it here in a little bit. I remember it vaguely too. I just can't remember who it is either. The only, one I ever, the only one I ever knew that they had was Sonny. I didn't know they had anybody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they 
they dressed the guy in a girl's outfit and came down for a little bit after. Question number 14. Which two stars did Jim Ross say he would bring back to the WWF in the mid-1990s? Was it Razor Ramon and Diesel, Hawk and Animal, Hogan and Savage, or Hogan and Warrior? Gerard. Diesel and Razor. J.D. Yep, Diesel and Razor. And John. Beefaroni and Microwave. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, Eric Bischoff thought they jumped, eh? They all watched the screen. There was an interview with uh, Nash and Hall. Yep. They said uh, they seen the advertisements, and Bischoff's like, you guys are going to jump? And they're like, no. They're like, yeah. look, you guys are going to jump. So they said, let's all sit down and watch this, and they all watched it. And it was pretty funny because, and I think they signed new contracts because of it, because they're like, you guys are going to jump. You guys aren't going to jump. We're going to give you, like, lots more money and everything. It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. I mean, it blew up right in WWE's face for a while. Excuse me for one second. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, question number 15, 10 more to go here, guys. Ric Flair did which of the following on WCW television in the late 1990s? Which one of these four? Was it A, he kissed Arn Anderson? <laughs> B, he cleanly beat Hulk Hogan? C, had what seemed to be a heart attack? Or D, used a big racial slur? Gerard. Pass. J.D. I think he, uh, I'm sorry, there's not a fourth option. Uh, I'm going to say he beat uh, Hogan clean on Nitro. Okay. John, what's, what are your take? John, hurry up and get the beef running on your microwave here. You can hear that. Answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he might be having a little bit of problems again, so we'll go ahead and, um, JD, we'll go ahead and hit your answer and say, and say that. Um, and uh, we'll come back and. Okay, he he had a little bit of problem here again. He's back on now. I think uh, we'll uh, I'll uh, <clears throat> get him involved in this question right here. Of course, question number sixteen: What WWF stable hoped to disfigure Val Venus? Was it Kai and Tai, the Nation of Domination, DX, or Los Los Week was Gerard? Copy your PP. <laughs> <laughs> JD. Kai and Tai. Kyan Okay. And John also says Kyan Indeed. <laughs> I thought it was a did that. That was funny. Question number 17. Which superstar teased the big show when WWF storyline told us that show's father was dying of terminal cancer? 
Was it The Undertaker, Big Boss Man, X-Pac, or Ken Shamrock? Gerard. Big Boss Man. J.D. Boss Man. John. I'll be right back. Okay. Copy your pee-pee. <laughs> Sorry. Copy your pee-pee, yeah. Uh, and we'll wait for, uh, we'll wait for uh, J.D. to get back here when we finish it. We have uh, questions 18 through 25 here. Uh, hmm. And some of these are pretty interesting here. Okay. Some of these are going to surprise me whenever I finally, we finally get the answer to them. Once we. Uh... Okay. Let's hope that JD doesn't fall on the camera. <laughs> Uh, Gerard, shall I do the plug about our, uh, um, or I'll let you, or if you'd like to go ahead and mention something about our special show we're going to do Friday night, if you'd like to go ahead. Yes, let's do that, um, 7 o'clock Friday night, don't you dare miss it, it's going to be the splash from the top rope, we're going to be honoring Jimmy Fly. Superfly Snooker. <laughs> we'll be a, a true one, as of course myself and Gerard and JD will give our thoughts and opinions through the Wikipedia profile and given our own personal thoughts and opinions about the man that we met, the, one of the greats here in the business, and who sadly, like I said, we did we did lose here. Uh, what was this? Was it Sunday or was it Monday? I think it was Sunday. Monday. No, it was, it was Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday. Okay, it was Sunday. Okay. Thank you very much, Edgar. And so don't miss that, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be a good one at 7 o'clock right here on TalkShoe.com. J.D., have you returned? No, I haven't. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I was trying to do a mock voice of you, and it didn't work, J.D., so it's okay. So you're back on. Okay. All right, uh, question number 18. This one right here, uh, this is one I'll have to type out. I don't have any choices here. <clears throat> in the early 1990s, what masked character arrived in WCW to challenge Sting? And a hint here, it, his name has a dark color in it, apparently. Okay. Black Scorpio, or Scorpion, sir. JD. Yeah, Black Scorpion. And John. Yes, I'm gonna be doing type that in. Okay, question number nineteen. On an episode of WWF Shotgun Saturday Night, Sunny promised to show a sexy video of herself. The, the, the video included Sunny with a doll that was supposed to look like a character from a children's show. What character was with her in the video? Was it Elmo, Ernie, 
Barney or Mickey Mouse? Gerard. Pass. JD. Barney. <laughs> Barney. And John says Elma. Oh, Lord. Uh, Jeez, that would be a kinky video. Gerard, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you still passing on this question? Uh, it's horrible. It's like a train wreck. Um, <laughs> yeah, hold John on, has... let me see. Uh, I'm going to pick Barney. You're going to say Barney. So two out of one, we'll say Barney there, okay? And one and last we'll... bit of uh, note on the... Uh, SmackDown real quick, guys. Earlier tonight, Shane announced that the Elimination Chamber will be on February 12th in Phoenix, Arizona for SmackDown. Whoever wins between John Cena and AJ Styles will compete in the match along with five other superstars. So SmackDown will be doing the Chamber. So the championship will be on the line in the Chamber? Yes, probably. More than likely. Whoever wins John Cena and AJ Styles. And Miz and uh, Dean Ambrose... Uh, I think are already in it tonight because they they told them that yep. they want in it. Yep. So. so those are the first two in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, there, JD, for that update there. Uh, let me see what. Okay, we got a couple more questions here. Question number twenty. The big the big boss man once tricked Al Snow into eating something he normally would not have. What was served to Al? Was it A, brownies made with marijuana, which caused Al to wrestle stone that night? B, Al's dog, Pepper? C, a chili dog, which he found out wasn't chili after all? Ooh. Or D, soup made with Draws's vomit mixed in? Oh, my God. <laughs> George, that's a wicked Holy soup. fuck, I don't want to go to that restaurant. Um, yeah. I think... I think it, I think it was the the one when he served his dog pepper. Okay, JD. Yeah, definitely dog pepper. <laughs> uh, pepper uh, steak was on the menu. Okay. Oh. Now, John, you got John doing John saying 100% grade A pepper. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, where's the salt? No, I'm just. <laughs> Man, who were coming up with those choices was sick. Jeez. Oh, man. Question number 21. During a WCW pay-per-view in the mid-1990s, which wrestler was thrown off a building by Hulk Hogan only to reappear the same night and wrestle Hogan in the main event? Was it Flair, Luger, the Giant, or Sting? Gerard. The Giant. J.D. It was definitely the giant. And John is saying that as well. Okay. Question number 22. <clears throat> hmm. Who won the first WWF Miss Royal Rumble bikini contest? <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, was it Terry, the cat, Trish Stratus, or Mae Young? Gerard. <laughs> I'm going to pass. JD. Who were the choices again? Terry, the cat, Trish, or Mae Young? Oh. Uh, uh, Miss Royal Rumble Bikini Contest. I'm going to say Terry. You're going to say Terry. And John says, Oh, my Lord, John said it was Mae Young. <laughs> uh, Gerard, do you want to take a guess now? <laughs> um. 
I'm going to say a young, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. First off, that one question, that, oh, Lord, but I'm getting sick. Mm. <laughs> mm. I almost she might show you her puppies. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. No, no. Oh, Lord, how mercy. Don't, don't get me started on Oh, Lord, how mercy. <laughs> uh, question number 23. Before the 1998 Halloween Havoc, WCW brought in a movie character who would get involved in an angle involving the Steiner brothers. This character interrupted Rick Steiner to tell him that he is on Scott's side. Who was the character? And think of a cheap horror movie. Gerard. Pass. J.D. Chucky. Chucky. Okay. And John also said, oh, yeah, from Child's Play. The, oh, yeah. They're making a new one, too, I hear. Oh, Lord, no. Oh, oh, oh dear Lord, no. Come on. Man. Yeah, they are. They wore, they wore that out, man. They wore that out. Jeez. Yeah, they did. Yeah, man. I mean, they've done okay. six of them. This will be the seventh one. It's like Jason. You can't turn. <laughs> yeah. You've never done that many of those. About one. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull up. I did hear something about Child's Play being coming out again. Yeah, they're doing another one. Okay. Uh, anyway, just you tell us later about it. I don't want to hear more about it. Okay. Question number 24. Which celebrity actually became the WCW World Champion? Was it Oliver Platt, David Arquette, Dennis Rodman, or Jay Leno? Gerard. David Arquette. JD? Yeah, it was David Arquette. Worst statement ever. And John also says David Arquette, okay? And the final question before we check all the answers. Which of the following did Mark Henry not have to do while portraying the sexual chocolate character? Oh, Lord. Y'all going to flip when I tell you these choices. Was it? Which one did he not have to do while he was portraying his character? Was it A, receive oral sex from a transvestite? B, tell us he had multiple and recent incestuous encounters with his own sister? Whoa! D, impregnate Mae Young, who gives birth to a hand covered in goop, or D, had to go buy tampons for Jacqueline and Terry. Gerard. <laughs> uh, what were we looking for? Which of the following did Mark Henry not have to do while he was portraying the sexual chocolate character? Well, he impregnate Mae Young, so uh, 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 I'm going to pass. That's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, JD. I want to say, see, and by the way, the movie's going to be called Cult of Chucky. It's going to okay. be uh, on Blu-ray, DVD, late this year, however. And uh, basically, it's Jennifer Tilly, the guy who played Chucky, and the guy who played Andy in the original one. Basically, what the plot is, four years since she, since she was erroneously institutionalized for the murder of her family members. Nika Pierce is provided with a good guy doll as a therapeutic tool by her psychiatrist. A string of murders began promoting Chucky's primary target from the previous killings, Andy Barkley, to come to Nika's aid. However, Chucky's lover relentlessly works to assist and protect Chucky. I see. I see. Oh, give me a break. This and, is number and seven. JD, and, and JD, you you said and you said what 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 was your answer to this question? C that Mark Henry did not have to do while he was portraying the sexual chocolate character? Right, yes. Okay, you're saying that, and what does John say? 
John is John is saying no comment. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll just go along with since JD you didn't answer, we'll just go along with what you said, and we'll just see how we did here, guys. Good luck here. <clears throat> okay, question number one. I had the answer right, but guys, let me tell you something. You want to talk about being the, something very, very picky. That kind of my answer is wrong because I did not spell it right. It was spelled G-O-B-B-L-E-D-Y-G-O-O-K-E-R. I didn't put a D in there or something. I mean, I think that's what I did. I put the L in the wrong thing. Okay. But they had like one, two, three, four, five, six, that seven, eight, eight or nine other acceptable answers, but mine was not one of them. So I didn't have a D in the in the word. In the word. That's what, what that's what it was. But technically, I think we. I'm going to count that one as right. We were right on that question. We all knew that one. Yeah. The event actually had two surprises. The first surprise was who would be the mystery partner on T. DiBiase's team. The other, what was what would emerge from the egg? DiBiase's partner ended up being the debuting Mark Calloway, of course, otherwise known as the Undertaker. He ended up being the WWF's most dominant superstar in the 90s. The other surprise was the shortest of the maybe the most embarrassing character in WWF history. Emerging from the egg was a man dressed in a goofy pseudo-turkey outfit. It didn't take long for the booming to start. This was an instant bomb. It was very difficult to watch, yet it kept going. The Gooka returned for one not only for the WrestleMania 17 gimmick battle royal, like we mentioned before. Okay. Question number two. Uh, Terry Taylor's character in the WF, yes, it was the Red Rooster. Uh, question number three, Sergeant Sauter returned to WF, WWF in 1990. He was an Iraqi sympathizer. That was correct, yes. Uh, <clears throat> question number four, uh, who made his WWF debut by interrupting the 9-3 Royal Rumble and eliminating The Undertaker? It was, in fact, the giant Gonzalez. Question number five. Roddy Piper did paint half his body black while he was feuding with, of course, the late Bad News Brown. Uh, of course, that was at WrestleMania 6, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and, and, and Piper, also also before his big match with Bad News, he danced like the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> Question number six, uh, and Kevin Nash's singles debut in WCW took place at Super Bowl. It was, Gerard was right, as Oz. He was managed by the wizard, who was, of course, Kevin Sullivan. The character began, began as a reenactment of a scene in The Wizard of Oz, in which the travelers go before the wizard. The wizard wore a terrible-looking mask. Nash also had to wear an incredibly goofy mask as he walked down the aisle. Thankfully, as the character got older, he stopped wearing the mask altogether and stopped doing some of the sketches. His Super Bowl debut was absolutely horrible. Interestingly enough, Scott Hall also made his debut in WCW at this show as the Diamond Stud. But both of them debuted in WCW at the same time as different characters. Question number seven, the puppet for the Road Warriors, whose name was, in fact, yes, it was Rocco. Uh, Uh, Let's see here. Question number eight, the character who said that he signed was Sting and Davey Boy. It was, of course, uh, I think J.D. mentioned this man before, uh, his real name is Fred Ottman, who was in, who was Typhoon and Tugboat in WWF, but he was in WCW. He was known as the Shockmaster, yes. And he's found some health issues and slowly getting better. So we've been uh, keeping an eye on that the last week. He's been having some health issues. 
Absolutely. Thank you very much, sir. Number nine, of course, 1980s movie character who helped sing against the horseman. It was, in fact, RoboCop. <laughs> that was quite, and I saw a clip of this. I was on YouTube somewhere. Uh, it was pretty interesting. So, uh, question number ten: What movie character appeared in the WWF to feud with Hogan? It was, in fact, Zeus. His real name was Tommy Tiny Lister Jr. Of course, he was he was he played Zeus in No Holds Barred. And of course, they they uh, um, <clears throat> um, of course he made his debut in WWF. Of course, we saw him team up with guys like DBIC, Randy Savage, and all that. But there was a rumor here, guys. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you heard anything about this or not back in the day. But uh, apparently, Vince McMahon did have some bigger plans for Zeus. Yeah. The rumor was was that he original idea for the singles match at WrestleMania six was for Hogan and Zeus to face each other. Yeah, but I remember got, that. Yes, but but of course instead we got the match between Hogan and Warrior title versus title. There you go. Question number eleven. He was also Debo. He was also what in the movie Friday with Ice Cube and Chris Tucker? He was Debo. Oh okay. Oh okay. Thank you very much, sir. Did he? Uh, uh, believe it or not, here. Which of the, of course, we talked about who was not a member of the Dungeon of Doom. Believe it or not, uh, we were right. It was Crazy Glue that was not a, a, a member. Uh, the Dungeon of Doom was the worst leading storyline ever. Their sole purpose was to crush Hulkamania. The stable saw a growing array of terrible characters. It seemed like every month another goofy character would come in and often would, would it often would go away quickly. Besides, as mentioned in the choices. The table consisted of such terrible gimmicks as the Shark, the Zodiac, the Ultimate Solution, and the Master. These characters made made long for the days of the New Breed, Lasertron, and the Ding Dongs. So, so crazy. I'll name the one Ding, the other one Dong. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. And they're doing a bell too. I remember. Question number. Question number twelve. Uh, uh, Mabel Yokozuna smashed a, a, the face of a superstar. Yes, it was, in fact, The Undertaker. Undertaker had to wear a mask that looked, that looked like it came from Phantom of the Opera. Yes. He was becoming a joke about this time. That mask made him hard to take seriously. Hmm. He looked kind of gothic in that mask, didn't he? He did. I mean, I don't know what what was so... Why they found him hard... Why they did, couldn't find him seriously... Uh, couldn't take him seriously wearing it, though. Question number thirteen. Okay, here's the one that we also were kind of curious about. Who they bring, who did the Bonnie Donnas left bring as their manager after Sonny left? Actually, y'all y'all were um, John was actually right. That his name was Claudie. They brought in an indie wrestler who was a good friend of the late Chris Candido. His name was Jimmy Shoulders. Nice name. Yeah, like his cousin is Head and Shoulders. <laughs> Who's best friends with Dick Hurts? Uh, a cousin of Harry Balls. No. <laughs> the blonde says, I know how to get to the head, but where's the shoulder? You can see that the team wasn't exactly comfortable with this. It didn't take long for Cloudy to be taken off the TV. The WF didn't seem to know what it wanted to do with Cloudy. So it did not last very long, apparently. Okay. Send them out. Yeah, of course. 
the two stars that Jim Ross would say he wanted to bring back in the mid-1990s, and y'all said it, was, in fact, Ramon and Diesel. But, of course, we all remember Kevin Eshaw left the WWF or WCW. The WWF kept their trademark names of Ramon and Diesel by giving them to Rick Bodner and Glenn Jacobs. This was supposed to be some kind of payback by Jim Ross because of his firing around the time that he developed Bell's palsy. The fans didn't like this angle at all. The imposters have had success prior to this angle. The second Diesel would become, of course, Kane. The new Razor would go on to have some success with New Japan Pro Wrestling as Big Rick Titan, once a member of NWO Japan. He also hey, just had a birthday. 47 on the weekend. Yeah, John talked about him yesterday. It was his birthday, yes. Oh, is that right? Okay, okay. Question number 15. Now, we this is another one. I don't think we were that didn't know that, that well. Uh, Rick, which which flirt did what, what in the following on WCW TV in the late 90s? I think, who was it, J.D.? I think was the only one you said that he cleanly beat Hogan. Yes. Well, believe it or not, believe it or not, the correct answer was he had what seemed to be a heart attack. Oh, that's WCW, right, yeah. WCW tried out an angle where Ric Flair was in the ring talking, and all of a sudden he grabbed his arm and started to fall. He looked as if he were having a heart attack. The acting was quite convincing. Immediately following the incident, many fans and insiders alike developed genuine concerns about whether or not this was a wrestling angle. When it was revealed that it was just an angle, everyone was happy Flair was okay, but most felt this was not an appropriate angle. WCW wasn't through having fun at Flair's expense. He ended up having to go to a mental institution filled with lots of terrible actors, with the exception of Tony Brown. Oddly, Scott Hall showed up at the institution at some point. Hall was another major star WCW wasted at the time. Gerard, do you agree with that statement? Uh, at the time, yeah. Okay. I agree, yeah. too, because they weren't doing much with him. I mean, I think he came in as a janitor, if I remember correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Question number 16, of course, who, which table hope to disfigure Val Venus? Yes, it was, in fact, um, Kyantai. During the early days of Kyantai, before it was just a tag team, the group consisted of Thunaki, Dick Togo, Mince Tejo, and manager Yamaguchi-san. Val Venus, WWF's own porn star, had eyes for Yamaguchi-san's sister. Was his sister or was it his wife? Well, speaking of Funaki, I, I think we can confirm this, too. Isn't Funaki and Yamaguchi-san now like the head of the WWE Japanese announce team? I think they are. I have no idea. I think they are, because I, I think... I, they, yeah, I think they are. That, that That is so weird, though. When I saw that a couple... Uh, the first time I saw that, it's was like, Yamaguchi, Yamaguchi, and it hit me for a minute, and then I had to look back at it, and I'm thinking, no, that can't be Yamaguchi's son, however, and then, yeah, that is. So, yeah, Yamaguchi and uh, uh, Funaki working, so no Taka and no Val Venus, so go figure. This kind of infuriated the stable... This also led Taka Mishinoku, the other Asian WWF star at the time, to join the group. The group had one goal, to disfigure Val Venus. It looked as if the stable's manager would slice him with a sword while the rest was held on the Val. The lights went out and the fans were supposed to wonder what happened. Finally, it was revealed that John Wayne Bobbitt came to the rescue. <laughs> oh, man. Horrible. Oh. Horrible. Ooh. Beyond Horrible. <laughs> He showed up on Raw that one time, didn't he? Maybe he could put his penis back together again. <laughs> yeah, probably so. You're probably right. 
Question number 17. Which superstar, of course, used the big show about when his father was about terminal cancer? Yes, it was. In fact, the big boss man. <clears throat> Question number 18. In the early 1990s, what massive character arrived in the challenge team WCW? Yes, it was, in fact, the Black Scorpion. This was really poorly done. Instead of feuding Sting and, and Ric Flair, WCW decided we better to create the Black Scorpion. Legend has it that Ole Anderson hoped to get the Ultimate Warrior to jump ship WCW to do this angle. The Warrior kind of broke into the business with Sting. Ole had a hand in Sting and Warrior's early days as well. The Black Scorpion, of course, ended up being Ric Flair, although many speculate that he was not the original wrestler intended to be in the suit. Now, I think that Flair said it was supposed to be somebody else, but he cut out at the last minute and Flair had to take it over. Yeah, I think so, but he also said how he was the uh, Black Scorpion until 6 a.m. the next morning. I guess he partied the night away out in St. Louis or something like that. He said something out on the Horseman DVD, I remember. Question number 19. Of course, we're talking about uh, the question was Sunny promised to show a sexy video of herself, included a doll that was supposed to look like a character from a children's show. Uh, it was we said we said Barney and we said who else did we say? Uh, uh, I can't remember who else we said. Elmo. Elmo. That's right. Yeah, Elmo. That's right. Okay. Uh, I think John said Elmo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, guys, he was right. It was Elmo. <laughs> Lucky guess. Lucky guess. Oh wait. I got a joke. Uh-oh. Sunny Uh-oh. goes down the line. She goes uh, to Elmo. She grabs one of them. She grabs two of them, and she goes, Tess Tickles. Uh, <laughs> 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 As it occurred during the height of the popularity of the toy Tickle Me Elmo, the video was definitely not sexy, and it wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Question number 20. Uh, of course, the big boss man and Al Snow, what did he trick Al Snow into doing? It was, of course, it was his dog, Pepper. But WWF seems to know how to make a bad boss man angle worse. He supposedly fed Al's dog to him. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Question number 21, uh, who was thrown off the building by Hulk Hogan on to come back and wrestle him the same night and wrestle Hogan in the main event? And it was, in fact, of course, the giant. <clears throat> Question number 22, oh, son of a gun. Who won the first WWF Miss Royal Rumble bikini contest? Oh my Lord, y'all are going to y'all are going to be in total shock. It was Mae Young. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Mae Young won the event. What made this moment even worse is she showed us what she called her puppies. Ooh, that was when the cat almost totally uh, looked mighty fine with a wig and body. Yum. She wasn't, she wasn't actually nude, thank God. She was wearing a prosthetic suit. That didn't make it much better. <laughs> Gee. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw some, yeah, I know you're talking about. I saw something like that. Okay. Question number 23, uh, of course, 98 Halloween Havoc. Dutch uh, Debbie brought in a movie character, of course, and something involving the Steiners. It was, in fact, Chucky. The hype, the movie Bride of Chucky, that's when that came out. WCW aired a video of Chucky telling Rick that he would be on Scott's side. Rick even called him out. Needs to say this only made the angle worse. It's actually on the. It's so funny about that, actually. However, 
Um, they had on the uh, rise, uh, the 50 WCW OMG moments, too. Oh, my Lord. Question number 24. Which celebrity, of course, became a WCW world champion? Yes, it was. Oddly enough, David Arquette. Was during the time WCW was pushing the movie Ready to Rumble, David Arquette was actually allowed to win the company's most prestigious belt. My question, and Gerard and J.D., let me ask you this. My question to you is simply, why? Why what? 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 Why did? Oh, because I mean, I think because they were doing Ready to Rumble that year, and considering how bad it bombed, and they wanted to just, and that's Vince Russo's booking for you. I mean, that's why. Yeah, my goodness. And the final question, which is following did Mark Henry not have to do about portraying the sexual chocolate character? Y'all are gonna be surprised when I tell you what the answer is. <clears throat> uh, believe it or not, it was. He did not have to go buy tampons for Jacqueline and Perry. <laughs> he says, poor Mark Henry, the man has great camera presence, including a memorable smile. The sexual chocolate character started out as a pretty good one. Mark acted somewhat like Chef from South Park. That's who he reminded me of. Well, Chef. <laughs> the fans were interested in him, but Mark would eventually have to do, do several embarrassing things. In 2002, Henry made a return to WWF. Thankfully, his strength became the center of his character rather than sex. Okay. Okay, so, uh, well, at least we did better than the average here, guys. We scored 21 out of 25 questions right, so there you go. Technically, I'm going to say 22 because the very first one I told you about that is because we didn't, I didn't spell gobbly right and gobbly gooker. Yeah. Which, well, we know what it was, but so... Uh, so that so so that's how we did right there here, guys. Which we did great there. I do appreciate that, there, gentlemen. Um, and we got a few moments left. How about uh, let me see here? How about if I throw out? And I'm sure Gerard, JD, and John kind of miss kind of missed me doing this. And before I do before I, I do that, I've got to of course mention uh, I did a poll. Um, yesterday, yesterday evening, um, of the of of what everyone thought was was the best Royal Rumble pay per view between its debut in '88 and last year, and we've had four responses to that so far. I want to throw out there real fast: uh, two people have voted that saying that the 1998 Royal Rumble was the best one, followed by we had one vote for the 2015 Rumble. Uh, pay-per-view, and someone voted that saying the 2006 Royal Rumble was was pretty good. So, but we have a bunch more options there, guys. If y'all want to continue to vote, the vote this is just keep the votes on coming. It's on the Revolution Radio page if you want to chime in with your thoughts and opinions on that. <clears throat> uh, but I thought here we do something that we have not done here on um, on the show here in, in a while. Uh, <clears throat> did I did I dig up my uh, let's see here? Did I dig up my old uh, 2K files, which I'm still working on the 2K showcase page, and kind um, of throw out some matches that we had done before? Uh, I know some of these you've already done. We've probably done these about three or four different times. But I figured I'd throw out a handful out there, see if anybody would like to take, like to 
Uh, they might have a different opinion about them as they as they did before. Uh, Gerard, are you in with that, Buck? Yeah. Okay, JD. Yeah. Okay, John, are you in? Okay. Uh, like I said, some of these you might remember, guys, but uh, but <clears throat> but uh, we'll go ahead and go through this. This was actually the list that I did during the ro- that I made from the roster of the uh, 2K17 Royal Rumble. So we'll do a handful of these here. And we'll go a little bit into overtime here tonight. That's a, that's all right. Uh, question number uh, the first one here, six six one six lady tag right here, as we have <clears throat> once again. Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, and Alundra Blaze taking on the team of Brie Bella, Carmella, and Charlotte. Gerard, your thoughts, please. The Queen Charlotte's team. JD. Who's the team again? Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, and Alundra Blaze on one team. The other team is Brie Bella, Carmella, and Charlotte. Oh. Why does Brie have to tie in with Queen Charlotte? Makes my blood curl. Uh, I would take Brie in a heartbeat and if she was with someone else, but I'm going to take the first team. You're going to take Team Bliss, okay? Yeah. John's also taking Team Bliss as well. Okay. All right, next one is another ladies' six-person tag. We have Asuka, Bailey, and Becky Lynch on one team against Dana Brooke, Emma, and Eva Marie. Gerard. What was it? Asuka, Bailey, and Becky Lynch taking on Dana Brooke, Emma, and Eva Marie. Oh, horrible. Uh, the first yeah. team. First, okay. JD? Yeah, you definitely got to take the first team, however, mind you, how I mean, their team, how I can't wrestle. John, your thoughts, please? John is going with Team Bailey, okay. Uh, two more ladies matches to go here, guys. <clears throat> For next one up here, we had the team of <clears throat> Lita, Naomi, and Natalia versus Nikki Bella, Paige, and Sasha Banks. Gerard. Lita's team. JD. Yeah, I want to take Lita's team as much as I like Paige and Sasha, but you got to go team Lita in this one. Okay, and John? By the way, guys, you got to check out his raw video from last night and also from Sunday night when he uh, paid homage to Snook. That was pretty cool. Ann and I actually stopped in. Who did? John. Oh, okay. He did like an oh. hour long. Too. It was pretty good. I mean, Gerard and I have called it the raw rant now. So we're working on that with John right now on his post show. All his, all his. Oh, okay, good. He does good. post shows after Rob usually. You think we might want to ask him to consider this part of the of our of what we do here? Yeah, I'll I'll bring it up to him. Or if not, maybe you guys can bring it up to him. But I'll try to bring it up to him as well. However, it's pretty cool. Like I say, he's been doing this for the last six months. However, and like I guess he does this usually. However, after pay per views too, usually, and uh, on certain things like. Uh, Shinoka or something like that, usually every Monday night after Raw Radio usually does too. But, yeah, I'd bring it up to him or uh, I'll talk to him about One of us will do. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, and John also said Paige's team would also win here and that. Okay. 
And the final women's match here, you have Stephanie McMahon, Summer Rae, and Trish Stratus on one team, taking on the team of Tamina, Nia Jax, and the third person here I actually added on because uh, I ran out of the I ran out of female superstars to use from the game, so I added in China. Hmm. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts, please. Steph's team. JD? Yeah, I would say that, too. Okay. John? Excuse me, sorry about that, guys. John is going with Team China, okay? All right, next one up here. Now we're going to the guys here. All right, first one up here is a tag team match. We have the Vault Villains taking on the team of Enzo and Big Cass. Gerard. How you doing? JD. How you doing? John. Met me. All I'll say, Enzo and Big Cass. Okay. Next up here is the, is the New Day duo of Big E and Kofi Kingston taking on the Dudleys. Gerard. I didn't hear it. Big E and Kofi Kingston versus the Dudley Boys. Oh. I'm going to have to say Devon get the tables. JD. I'm saying the same thing. And John is going with the New Day. Yeah. Next up here, we have the team of. Oh, this is going to be. I, can, I don't know about this one here, guys, but we'll just see what you say about this. Los Matadores versus the Usos. Gerard, your thoughts, please. <laughs> the Usos, but I have uh, Jerry Lawler is going to be calling the uh, pre show for. Royal Rumble, then he's going to be announcing the Royal Rumble, too. So they're back on the Jerry Lawler train, I guess. Good. It's about time. That, that's a voice you definitely need for the Royal Rumble. Yes, indeed. Uh, JD. The Usos and who? Los Matadores. Definitely the Usos. Okay. And John. No trip to... Puerto Rico? <laughs> no, uh, staying at the Shining Stars Hotel. <laughs> Although I did hear one of them in, did injure, and like I did mention, however, to John last night, one of them did injure, supposedly, Darren Young. Oh, is that right? The show matchup. I think it was, uh, I, can't, I think it was Primo, if I remember. Replica. I can't remember which one. John, the match is Los Matadores versus the Usos. John also says the Usos, okay? Uh, next one here, I think this match actually happened, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a, maybe a little repeat of this. The Ascension versus the New Age Outlaws, Gerard. Oh, you didn't know your ass better call somebody. <laughs> J.D., I am going to say, surprisingly, as much as the Outlaws are good and everything, I'm going to go out and go against you guys this time. I'm taking Connor and Victor this time. 
Uh-huh. What? Yeah, I mean... Are you, you on dope? Uh, I, I, are I, you must on dope? I might be on dope, but you know uh, what, though? I mean, if, <laughs> if, they, if, they clean up, if they clean up their act, however, then yes. You better share. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. As John, is, I will share. John is going along with you, Gerard. He's seen the outlaws. Uh, next up here, Blake and Murphy taking on American Alpha. Gerard. Oh, shit. I'm going to go with Blake and Murphy. Yeah, JD. These four have had some great battles this within the last year or two in NXT, and it's a shame that Blake and Murphy haven't come up to the roster just yet. They are on their way eventually, I feel. Um, I'm going to go American Alpha. I'm going to take Gable and Jordan here in this case. John is also going with Gerard and saying Blake and Murphy. Okay, this one is an eight-man tag match here, guys. As we have the Revival teaming up with Hall of Fame tag team, the Bushwhackers, <laughs> taking on the original four members of the Wyatts. You know who I'm talking about, of course. Yeah. Uh, Gerard, your, your pick here, please. Ooh. Uh, follow the buzzards. JD. Yeah, definitely follow the buzzards here. John. John's going with the Whites. Okay. Now we get to the meat of the action here, guys. The infamous six-man tags here. <clears throat> First off here, big time here, as we have AJ Styles, Alberto Del Rio, and Andre the Giant on one team, taking on the team of AA Arn Anderson, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Baron Corbin, Gerard. The first team. J.D. Arn Anderson's team. Oh, J.D. I mean, John. I mean, J. I mean, D. I mean, G. G. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. G and J get so confusing to me. B14. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) B3. Under the P, three. I, 24. Okay. <laughs> o, 69. I, oh, jeez. <laughs> That's the sound of wrong. O, 69. O, where people, two eat for, you eat for two. Never mind. Go on. Oh. What, does o, what does O, 69 and Bill Murray from Caddyshack have in common? They're both agree. It's in the hole. I was just going to oh, say boy. that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. While I come up with a couple more here, guys, I'd say one more little breather here. Gerard, another impromptu plug, sir, if you please. I will be right back. Please talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight. Zero five five. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to any of us right now. And of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. However, we will be having a triple stacker tomorrow, but also a week from Sunday. However, is going to be quite the show. However, as we will be talking about the Royal Rumble. However, as for our Rumble Day, we will have a very special impromptu Revolution show. However, and hopefully, 
We will definitely uh, give you our thoughts, however, about the Rumble, and also a few bets might be made. In fact, I know Monday on Raw Radio, we're going to definitely get into that, however, because Monday we're going to have a little fun with the Rumble, however, because not only are we going to talk about the Rumble itself, but we're going to do it with a little bit of a twist when we make the predictions for the Rumble. We're going to ask who the first two are in, who's going to be in the longest, who's going to be in the shortest, however, because so far we've got 15. And then we're going to ask for the final four as well as the overall winner. So you might want to stand by, guys, because it's going to be a good, good Monday. And uh, I just heard about it, in case you're wondering, 205 Live. I know George watched it already, but those of you who did not watch 205 Live tonight, apparently Mr. Davari submitted the gentlemen, if you will, uh, what the hell they call him? I can't remember what they call him, however. Uh, Jack Gallagher? Yeah, but he has that nickname, too. The something gentleman, however, mind you. And he beat him with an umbrella. Yes, he did. How hokey <laughs> is that? I mean, how hokey is that? Seriously. Oh, like, it's pretty that's, hokey. That's just like going back, that's like going back to, like, uh, what the hell was it? They did it in a match one time with, like, something similar to that, however. It's like WCW, like, Booking 1991, 1992 there. You, you have a hardcore match. It's a yeah. last, well, it's a forfeit match, whatever. Last man standing, right. same shit. And I didn't see, the only thing I seen, the foreign object, was a fucking umbrella. Like, what the hell? Yeah. We're going back to 1936? Like, yeah, come really, on. Yeah, that's, that's mm. bad. I mean, that's beyond wow. bad. Thank you much, sir, gentlemen. I uh, do appreciate that. Uh, John, by the way, did actually pick Arn Anderson's team to win that six-man tag. <clears throat> we'll uh, we'll tack on a couple more here before we call it a night. Uh, y'all talking about somebody an umbrella? We did. What was that about? What was that about an umbrella? Jack Gallagher uh, won the I forfeit match tonight with uh, Davari on uh, two hundred five. With the help of an umbrella. Yes. Yeah. He- did a submission move with an umbrella. He used an umbrella all night in the match. I wonder if he called it the Mary Poppins. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, just joking. Uh, I, I can't help myself, man. I'm, uh, next one up here, guys, we have the Big Boss Man teaming up with the Big Show and Bo Dallas taking on Booker T, Bret Hart, and Brian Pillman. Gerard, your pick, please. Tillman's team. J.D. Same. And speaking of Bo Dallas, I mean, not to be a jerk, but where has he been lately? Is he hurt again, or do they just uh, have no gimmick for him at this point? I think they they shit on him again. Yeah, I think so, too. And if they're smart, I mean, I know he's not allowed, I mean, supposedly he was not allowed back at NXT, but, I mean, change the gimmick. If you're going to do something right, change your gimmick Bro. around. Throw him a beard and put him in the fucking Wyatt's match. Exactly. Yeah, that would be a good thing. Yeah, why not? I mean, it only makes sense. I mean, it, it, let me ask you this. So if they if they decide at some point at some point you go, you know, this is bound to happen, break up the deal with Orton and Bray, do you think that might be, that might be the right call to possibly bring Bo into the family? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'd say the same thing, too. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you yeah, not, yeah. I mean, the social outcast never amounted to much. Um, what was it uh, before that? I mean, he was in with um, 
with along with uh, Wade Barrett and them, and that kind of I mean, I did not uh, social outcast was one, and then he did a couple other gimmicks that just really just he basically the whole Bo Lee thing. I mean, for a while it looked like he was starting to get a little bit better. How after that little incident when he got into trouble uh, on that plane to Mexico and everything, they started to get behind him a little bit for a little bit, and then what was it, a couple of weeks ago he got behind that sensitivity training. He's like speaking like like Michael saying, "I believe in Bo." It's like really, we don't believe in Bo. No one believes in Bo. Go away, Bo. Just I mean, they haven't done anything with him, right? I would really hype up his career, but if you, you and I know I'm sure that's yes. he's teaming up with, of course his natural his his, his his uh, you know his brethren. I mean, don't you think at some point they had to do that though? Put the brothers together in something. Yeah. I mean, why I, not do why make it a true family there? I'm sorry, George. You were saying something. I'm sorry. Oh, they they should uh, grow my beard. Leave him out for as long as it takes him to grow a big beard. And then bring him in after they get rid of Randy, because Randy's going to be gone. Uh, Randy's going to be, uh, I think Bray and Randy's going to be at WrestleMania, so I think they're building that up. Yeah. So why not bring Bo in? And, they're also, and they're also talking about bringing in his, his real-life sister. I mean, Bray's sister, supposedly, because she trains down, I guess, in... Down in NXT, I think, or something like that, down in the independent scene in Florida. So why not? You know. Well, they got to bring Sister Abigail sometime too, because they keep using it. Let me ask you guys this: We've talked about all this too in the past. Who could they really make out of her? I mean, who could be the person that they could do with her? Well, I'd say uh, you could go with. Nikki Cross, you could go with yeah. uh, Crazy Mary Dobson. They're two crazy chicks mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that acted crazy in the, the Indies and NXT. So you could go with them unless uh, the sister can go. I, Peyton Royce, I don't maybe? know if she can go or not. What about Peyton Royce? Peyton Royce, yeah, she could be crazy. Sure, why not? What about one of the four that just signed a couple of weeks ago? Well, I just mentioned one of them, Mary Dobson, yes. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. That How Do You Love Lace look like it would be, would be a match. Yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, that's a thought. I mean, I'm just speculating, that's all. No, I mean, that that is a possibility. You that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, that would be great to use. I mean, there's a lot of obvious good choices to use there, because they've been hyping up that Sister Abigail thing. All, all it's been is what a finishing maneuver for Bray. Yeah, Life. for about a year, year and a half now. You talked about. Yes, it. I mean, but you know, is it a real person? Not we want. To, we want to find this out. Yeah. Now, we, you, now, we, you, uh, now you really uh, have to step on the gas, really, and just hope that uh, you can uh, run this thing as long as you can. And you have a lot of good choices now. You have some right. obvious good choices. Yeah. You can actually dust off this idea. You can actually use it because you have more choices now than you did when you first thought of the idea. Hmm. So, but one more to go here, guys, and we'll go ahead and call it an evening here. We're going a little bit of overtime here, 277 to Revolution. <clears throat> uh, we have here, now this is an interesting matchup. We have the British Bulldog. God rest his soul. I hope they put him in the Hall of Fame here soon. I know my buddy from the U.K., Michael Finney, has been really behind this, and I'm encouraging you, all of you guys, to sign up with him because I'm already part of his. Uh, I'm a real good friend of his, and I know he got Ken Shamrock behind him. I know he's getting Brian Knobs behind him, a bunch of people behind him, backing him. 
Well, let me go ahead and tell you here before I go through this match. Because I'm sure, Gerard, you've seen a lot of this. J.D., you've seen a lot of his stuff. Uh, John, I'm sure, has seen it. I mean, all the, everyone here has seen a whole lot of it. But he has gotten the likes, like you said, Shamrock is one of the most recent ones. He's gotten Mick Foley. He's gotten Booker T. He's gotten Kurt Angle. He's gotten the Million Dollar Man, Teddy DiBiase. Uh, he has gotten, um, oh, gosh, he, he got some others. He got Mean Gene Oakland, I think. I did hear that, yeah. I didn't see the video, yeah, but he, I did hear something about that, yeah. He got Mean Gene, yeah. He got, uh, uh, oh, gosh, he got somebody else. Oh, gosh, he got a, he got a bunch of them to do that, um, uh, to, do, to, do, to, do, to do video, to do a video um, about pleasure. I mean, but that was just some names that they they mentioned already. Mm-hmm. But that, that's some ones I remember. I mean, right. they talk about someone who did actually compete against the Bulldog, and and uh, some that uh, um, that uh, you know, kind of respect that did, that did respect him for his accomplishments and everything like that. I don't know. One time I, was, I thought I was heard somebody that didn't have gotten Bret Hart, but I didn't hear anything about that. But now that would have been right. That would nice, and on the case you got Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. But, but that's all I've so That's what I've heard. And I think they got some female competitors too, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sure I think so too. I haven't seen them yet, but I, I, know. I don't know who it is. But I thought one time they did. And I want to say that it was it was one or two, it was one or two guys, one or two ladies. I could be wrong on this, though, guys. Could be wrong. It was either Sunny or Medusa. I think it was both of them actually, but I think Medusa did it first, and then Sunny. Was right after her because I think Medusa was the first one to speak you out. Say, but you say both of them have done the thing for for uh, not, uh, promoting this. Okay, well I I thought it was one of two, but I mean if it's with both, I mean that's that's great. But I mean, but I just anyway let's come back to but uh, anyway definitely because um, you know he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of that needs to be. We all said that. We all said. That. Anyway, we got the British Bulldog in this match right here. He's, he's teaming up with another big-time powerhouse, of course, Brock Lesnar. I can't do that. Gerard can do that a lot better. Brock Lesnar. Thank you, sir. Oh, Dino, my right on the money. And Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of boys, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the Beast Incarnate, the man who will win the Royal Rumble, and so on. I'm trying to do my Paul Heyman a little bit there. There you go. Working on it, though. There you go. And they're teaming up with Cactus Jack. Ooh, nice. And they're they're taking on the team of Cesaro. And get this, two different versions of you get double the Jericho. Jericho from today and Jericho from his early days. Gerard, your pick, please. I'm going to have to give you the gift of Jericho. There you go. JD. Same. And John? Excuse me. And John's also saying the same thing. Well, we'll say we'll, we'll do okay. I'll, I'll squeeze in one more, then we'll go. I can't help but these, these are some great matchups we, that we did here. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad we're trying. To, I'm glad we're. we're uh, oh, did you guys, I just read apparently. I don't know if you guys heard this. 
Apparently, Kurt is now asking Stone Cold Steve Austin to induct him into the Hall of Fame. Stone Cold? Yes. Hmm. Gerard, is that a good pick for to induct Kurt Angle? Yes. That's not a great They had a lot of chemistry. They had a lot of great matches. I would have, but you know who would have been another choice? I know, I know Kurt is at, I know Kurt can pick whoever he wants to, to induct him. But, you know, one choice in particular, I would say it was Triple H. Yeah, I think him and Triple H can finally basically bury their feud once and for all and try to at least make up, which that's what I think. But, but yeah. like, if he's that Stone Cold, I mean, Stone Cold, but hey, you know, a lot of times they do ask the inductees about who they want, right? They don't just go off and just pick somebody, right? Yeah, in fact, tickets go on sale this Friday, believe it or not, for that. Did anyone then, and um, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I'm, I'm curious as to who's going to induct some of our other guys here. But we'll talk about there a little bit later. We'll do one more match, and we'll call it an evening there, guys. And that match is Christian teaming up with Curtis Axel and Daniel Bryan. To take on Darren Young, Dean Ambrose, and one of the inductees this year, Diamond Dallas Page. Gerard, your pick, please. Bang. <laughs> JD? Same. Bang. Same bang. <laughs> bang. Bang, bang. bang. And John is taking Dane Dean Ambrose's team, and he's getting ready to jump off of here. So, and John said he'll be like getting on. So, uh, okay, uh, John, that be that's that, that's no problem. We'll uh, we'll talk at you here uh, tomorrow, there, guy. You have yourself a good evening. And and human surprise machine John Gross is left the, left the chat here for the evening. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going and uh, on that note, uh, we'll go ahead and do the same. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, like I said, it's a two seventy seven revolution. Uh, I do want to thank my, my comrades in the click for joining me here tonight. And, of course, we'll be back here tomorrow with our Triple Threat Wednesday, which will include, of course, an edition of Outside the Ropes. And then, of course, Gerard and GD will bring you another wrestling debate as they debate about another interesting topic. Uh, <clears throat> and then, of course, we'll bring back Revolution tomorrow night from 9 to 11 when we will talk uh, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays, and, of course, a review of of tonight's SmackDown Live show, plus a few little extras here, if you. Uh, so on that note, we'll uh, we thank you for joining us here tonight. And to take us home, we ask the King to to take care of that here for us, my man. Let's head on out of here. This has been another episodic episode of WCW US Revolution. The players in the game are out of the following. And I'm going to go with the Hall of Fame thing here. So, Chad the Boss, Hinshaw, Kurt Angle, (laughs) JD the Iceman, feel the bang. (laughs) John the Human Suplex Machine, William Regal. And last but not least, King NWO is simply, simply ravishing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.